me. You're gonna be so proud of me, I'm gonna win this race. Waldo, you're the best son money can buy. Thanks, Dad. Hey, welcome back to Growing Up Punk. My name is David. Uh, normally, I've got my co-host Aaron doing this with me. This is just a review, though, so it's me on my own social media stuff real quick before we get into the review. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Growing Punk Pod as well as on Instagram at Growing Up Punk. If you want to follow myself, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at David Growing Up. And Aaron, uh, he is on Instagram at Aaron Grew Up punk so let's get into this review shall we anti-flag is a band out of pittsburgh uh, that's been around since 1988 by the way i believe this means i've reviewed two records in a row from bands from pennsylvania that's just the way it goes i guess uh anti-flag's debut album die for your government came out in 1996 but we're here to talk about not their second not their third but their 12th studio album 2020 vision so let's go in the good doesn't happen because they used to treat them very, very rough. And when they protested once, they would not do it again so easily. They took us all in the ashes of the fall. With our backs against the wall. With our backs against the wall. What's the First and foremost, this album hits hard. It pulls no punches. That's kind of my takeaway from this record. Review over. Now, Anti-Flag has always been a political band. Uh, just look at if their album titles over the years, just to name a few. Die for the Government, which I just mentioned. Uh, a New Kind of Army, The Terror State, For Blood and Empire. This record stands out as in the past, they wouldn't really name political leaders specifically. This record, however, sets its sights on the President of the United States, on the American government, his face is its even on the cover, so, I mean, you kind of know what you're getting into when you first press play. Overall, the record uh, goes from start to finish. You press play after taking a look at the cover, knowing what you're getting into, uh, and it just takes off from the start all the way through the finish. There's not a song on this album uh, that is, is skippable by any means. There's not a song on this album that's a bad song. Uh, they're not all created equally at the same point, if that makes sense. Production-wise, might be the only real overall problem I have with this album. May take a bit of a hit there, if only because it sounds so good. You know, it takes some of the rawness out of the band, I find, just listening to the drums and the guitars specifically, because vocally, this record hits a bunch of different notes to me um, that keep it 
kind of engaging and interesting to go all the way through. There are different points on this record where I hear the likes of, you know, like Mike Ness of Social Distortion or or Tim Armstrong of Rancid or Laura Jane Grace even of Against Me or even Derek Wibley of Some 41 at times and even a little bit of Joe Strummer in there. There's a bunch of kind of different, you know, um, influences that I feel, some of them maybe more so than others, but it, 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 it adds a variety to the record that I think helps carry it from start to finish, along with just the energy that it kind of packs in there. So with that, let's take a look at a few of the songs uh, that kind of stood out to me, starting with the title track, 2020 Vision. I had a 2020 vision of the last of the wrongs undone. So this is no coincidence that we are in 2020 and this record is called 2020 Vision because it's really a snapshot of, you know, kind of the world where we sit, you know, right now or at least within the last few years. And and the idea of a better future, that's kind of the, the recurring theme on this record is that no matter what we got now, we can always make it better. And this song is a song of hope. It starts out with some pretty hard words. Um, this is this is one of the verses. Now there's a silence on the radio. Now there's a hole right through our hearts and the last of the wicked waiting to tear us all apart. That doesn't paint a very hopeful picture, does it? The last of the wicked waiting to tear us all apart. The bridge, though, and I, I love when a song does this, when it kind of gives you this message for most of the song and then the bridge comes around and all of a sudden you go, oh, light bulb sort of thing, right? Because the bridge of this song is where we can feel hopeful. They're dreaming of a better future. Uh, it says, I had a 2020 vision of the last of the wrongs undone. No more hate, no division. No one is free until the war is won. Now, it's interesting because we're talking about, you know, there, there's a lot of discussion about war and conflict and all this sort of stuff on this record. And in this song, talking about no one's free until the war is won. Um, that war, that fight being for a better tomorrow. Uh, that we, we all have a part to play in getting to that better place in this world. They're asking the question, what kind of world do you want to live in, and will you fight for it? The music is full of aggression, but the message is kindness, uh, which in an interview that the, the band did in talking about the songs, they actually said, there's nothing more punk rock than being kind today, which is something you know entirely intriguing to talk about on its own because... Of course, punk rock kind of stemmed out of this whole, you know, uprising sort of idea when we're talking about the uprising of kindness. I don't know. It's pretty rad. Moving into the next song that I had on my list that I wanted to talk about is a track called Don't Let the Bastards Get You Down. Don't let the bastards get you down. Don't run for cover when you hear that sound. Oh, no, don't let the bastards get you down. Screaming back at home. Now, 
This is another song asking you what you want the world to look like in the future, except this one is written directly for people who are working for it right now, who are working for organizations who are trying to, you know, create a better tomorrow. And kind of, you know, the, the, I guess you could say in a lot of instances, sort of the, the lack of thanks and gratitude that they maybe receive or see on a daily basis or where it just feels like they do all this work for good and there's just always something that's pushing back and not appreciating the good that they're trying to bring to this world. There's a specific line in this song that makes me think, though. Uh, it's in the very first verse. They say, the future just contains what we put into it now. It's a call to action, but it's also a call to awareness. You know, your decisions, your actions, your words, they all matter. You may not think they matter. I mean, you may think that some of them matter, but then some other decisions you may think, eh, whatever. But they do. You're either putting negative into the world with your decisions, your words, your actions, all that kind of stuff, or you're putting good into the world. So what do you want to introduce into the world? And that's just kind of the idea that I get. And you know what? You may run into opposition from people who say, oh, it's not worth it. Oh, you're not worth it, or whatever the case may be. And it's just a song of saying, hey, don't let them get you down. All right, so with that, we're going to move into the final track on my list. Obviously, well, this is the final track on the album. There's more than three songs on this record, but uh, this is kind of the final one that I, I, I wanted to pull something out of, uh, and it is the last track. It's called Resistance Frequencies. You know, it's easy to write a critical song. And believe me, Anti-Flag are criticizing the American government and some of the decisions that have been made, but they, they don't stop there, you know? Um, there is, I mean, something to be said for constructive criticism. Also, obviously, constructive criticism, you know, helps people to grow, uh, helps bands to grow, you know, whatever the case may be. But if you're just going to sit there and you're just going to nitpick and whine and complain, um, what good is it? And that's exactly what Anti-Flag are saying on this record. What good is it if we were to just sit here and go, this is everything we disagree with, this is everything that's making us mad right now, blah, and then just you know vomit it all over a record and go, thanks, thanks for buying it, people. They're actually calling you to action, and they're not just calling you to action because they're a part of it. They know that. They understand that they can't just go, okay, this is everything we think is wrong with the world, now could you please do something about it? No, instead, they've got an idea. They, they've, they've got a, a, a plan of how this world could be a better place. And they're not the only ones with this plan. It's not, it's not the anti-flag plan, <laughs> you know, to just make this world a, a kinder place, a more loving place where we actually care for each other, regardless of skin color, regardless of religious beliefs, regardless of, you know, a, a, a number of different 
you know, things that can be dividing us today. The chorus of this song uh, asks, who's going to stop the bomb? Are you going to watch it fall? Or are you going to heed the call? Are you going to sit there and just watch, you know, in this case, whether it's a literal bomb or if it's just, you know, a figurative bomb, are you going to watch it fall? Or are you actually going to do something about it? Now, that could be just loving on your neighbor, saying, hey, you know what? I appreciate you. I'm going to do kind things. That could be a grander scale. It could be, you know, marching, protesting, that sort of thing. Injustices in this world. There's a number of different ways that we can make this world a better place and be a part of it. Because the world is an interesting place right now, a place where some people would say it needs fixing. Anti-flag are putting themselves on that front line with the battle call to make this world a better place. Plus, really, what's more hopeful sounding than horns? This song features some horns, so that's pretty sweet. They actually, in an interview, compared this song to um, just kind of the Clash and their London Calling uh, song and the album and all this stuff and just kind of like wanting to, you know, going through some pretty crazy times, still feeling like they wanted to be a positive force in the world and, you know, do, do things, do things a little differently, you could say. There are some obvious anti-conservative notions on this record, um, but there's also a lot of things that we can all get behind, regardless of, you know, maybe your, your political leaning or affiliation. Uh, there's a constant theme, like I've mentioned, of hope and kindness running through this record. And I think that's really the point to be driven home, because we don't necessarily have to agree on every single little thing, but the important things that we can agree on are that people matter, lives matter. And when we live in a world where it appears some lives to some people matter or uh, more than other people, that's not, that's not good. That's not the world we want to live in because what good is going to come out of that? It's a record calling you, calling us to be the change that we want to see in the world. And going into my final thoughts, that's all that matters with this record is it's calling us to be the change we want to see in this world. You know, the, this album isn't without its faults. Like I, I mentioned before, the production takes some of the grit out of it. But maybe, part of me wonders, like, was that intentional? Because it makes, the, obviously, the album more listenable and, you know, easier to consume for people. It can be difficult to listen to an album that seems to point out every single thing wrong in this time. But this album strives to do more than that by offering a challenge and hope for a better future. And so by making it sound more polished, it's easier to listen to, even though, like I said, at times I kind of wish that the guitars sounded a little grittier. Maybe the drums were a little less clean. But really, in the end, does that matter? The message that this record brings is what's important. And they're still writing great songs on this record. So yeah, I'd recommend you go listen to it. Go put your headphones on, listen to 2020 Vision by Anti-Flag, and then feel pumped up to try and change the world because that's really what it's all about. So that's, I, I think that's going to wrap up this review. Go listen to it. Um, real quickly, follow us on Instagram at Growing Up Punk. Follow us on Twitter at Growing Punk Pod. Um, but other than that, that'll do it. Oh, actually, wherever you're listening to this, make sure you tell your friends, make sure you subscribe, that kind of stuff. If you're on YouTube listening to it, that's great, but go find it on your favorite podcast app because uh, the experience is 
much more fulfilling. There's actually music included and stuff. Whereas on YouTube, I just cut it out because I don't want to deal with the, uh, you know, the copyright stuff that they've got going on on YouTube and what have you. So there you go. Anyway, no more rambling. 2020 vision, anti-flag, definitely worth your time. That'll do it for me. Bye-bye.